You're listening to the Carboline Tech Service Podcast. I'm Jack Walker. With me, as always, is the Director of Technical Service, and I got a case of the Fridays. I'm getting out of here this weekend. <laughs> well, we still have a little bit more time before you get to get out of here. I have so. some worm drowning to do. That's what I call fishing. Like, you know, I can't call it catching because that happens sometimes. I'm really good at catching the buzz fish <laughs> and uh, drowning worms. Hey, there's nothing wrong with spending a weekend drowning worms and catching the buzzfish. Yep. yep. So, Paul, if people want to get a hold of us, how do they do that? Yeah, they can get us at technicalservice at carboline.com. You can get us on Twitter at Jack underscore CTSP, and I'm at Paul underscore CTSP. So, last week we uh, got a little creative how to pick our topic. Yeah, we sure did. And uh, we wanted to expound on that one just a little bit more because we gave you the 10,000-foot view, as we like to say, about the the state-of-the-art report of protective coatings for carbon steel and austenic stainless steel surfaces under thermal insulation and cementitious fireproofing. In emergencies and stuff. That's right. And so things. We, <laughs> we, we gave you that 10,000-foot view and... We got some responses that said, hey, can you give us a little more information on the details of these uh, systems, the carbon steel systems and the stainless steel systems that are listed out in this NACE study? And, and we're talking about the NACE SPO-198. Sure. So that is the uh, Bible, once again, if you will, for coatings under insulation. It not only gives you different categories uh, broken out by temperatures, but it gives you the different categories broken out by engineering material. That's right. And just to, just to keep in mind, you know, we talked about that state-of-the-art report, but the actual document for the SPO-198, it's a huge document. It's like 37, 38, 39 pages long, and it gives a tremendous amount of information. And, and we're going to focus on just the tables that tell us what temperatures and what coating systems are for these different types of, of um under insulation systems. So I guess we should start with some of the ones that are, are simple and probably the, the most common that we'll see. And that's the CS-1 and the SS-1. They are both the same temperature range. This is the negative 50 Fahrenheit to 140 Fahrenheit. And, you know, to be honest and to, to expand on that a little bit, one of the more common questions that we get when we talk about temperatures is, how low do the paints go? Are they okay, you know, at these at cold temperatures? And a study like this actually let us see that this negative 50 degree Fahrenheit is really not that aggressive on most of these types of coatings. They do well in these systems, and they can handle that cyclic temperature. So negative 50 is a nice cold number that, that coatings do well at. Real quick, just for our international listeners, that's negative 45 to 60 C. So it's interesting, you know, you, when you look at the temperatures, a little sidebar here, that the when in the negatives, they're really not all that different. Negative 50 Fahrenheit, negative 45 C. What we use for these, for these temperature ranges is high build epoxies. So at Carboline, that's your 890, your 690, your Carbomastic 15. Any of these products are going to work well under insulation in this category, the CS1 does SS1. That's right. And the big thing that we're looking at is immersion grade epoxies. We typically want to look at things that are that are dry grind or are the immersion versions of these of these epoxies. And they do well. 140 degrees under insulation is is not a difficult temperature range for them. 
Now, just to keep you on your toes, the next category we want to talk about is the CS3, but it's the SS2 category. That is negative 50 to 300 degrees Fahrenheit or negative 45 to 150 C. And I know you're thinking, what happened to CS2? Well, that's a whole different category altogether. That includes going over FBE, which Carboline does not coat FBE to go underneath insulation. That's right. We don't even really talk about that one when we do it. But in this category, you're still going to see the same high build epoxies, but we're going to take it a step further and we're going to recommend a phenolic or Novolac epoxy. That's what's called out in the NACE specification. So this is where we bring in the, like our Thermaline 450 and our Thermaline 450 EP. These are phenolic epoxies that have really good heat and chemical resistance. But since we cap it at 300 degrees, your carbomestic 15 and 690 are still applicable for this temperature. They sure are, Jack. And what we're looking at is these are the functional temperatures that the coating system will perform. But you have to expect if you take that insulation off and look at it, you're going to get some discoloration at these temperatures. We've passed the point at which the pigments are stable, but the resin system is. So don't be surprised when you peel back that insulation and it's turned this kind of caramely brown kind of color the coating system's fine it's just the pigments are discolored sure that's that's one of those things where the aesthetics have gone but you know the performance will still be there the next category i want to talk about is the cs4 and the ss3 now remember cs is carbon steel and ss is stainless steel just keep you up to date and this temperature adds an extra 100 degrees fahrenheit so now the range is negative 50 to 400 degrees fahrenheit for celsius that's negative 45 to 205 c what this does is it eliminates the standard high build epoxy so now we're strictly in the phenolic and novolac epoxies that's right we're down now to products that have a high glass flake load usually Thermaline 450, it's a Novolac epoxy with a high loading of glass flake in it. And it actually gives us resistance up to 450 degrees under insulation. And the 450 EP has a, a higher ratio of the phenolic epoxy that's in it. And that one will also give us the same CS4 approval rating. Now we're going to make one more jump. And we're going to go to the CS6 and SS5. And this is negative 50 to 1200 degrees Fahrenheit, which is our negative 45 to 650 C. Now, the thing that we got to use here is an inorganic copolymer. Yeah, so in this case, what we're looking at from Carboline, this is our Thermaline heat shield. And what we're looking at for this kind of a system is something that's going to give us a full range of temperatures. Now, the downside with something like this, usually these resin technologies are going to require heat to complete their curing process. And that usually happens somewhere in that four to 500 degrees. Thermaline heat shield really, you know, hits its most efficient curing mechanism at around 500 degrees. And that's where you get that full cure. Now, heat shield has an additive, which will allow it to be dry to the touch at lower ambient temperatures. It aids in handling, but it's still not fully cured at those lower temperatures. It needs a cycle through 500 degrees, it's got to be above 500 degrees for a couple of hours, and it'll harden up. And once it does that, it's great through all of the cycling, and it's no longer susceptible to damage. It's now been fully cured. All right, so that pretty much does it for the standards that are joint between stainless steel and carbon steel. There's a couple other things that we need to talk about that are unique to carbon steel or stainless steel um, alike. 
And one of those is the CS5, that's the carbon steel 5, and what that one is is negative 50 to 1100 degrees Fahrenheit, then negative 45 to 595C, and this one includes a prime coat of thermal spray aluminum. Now, the tricky part about this one is thermal sprayed aluminum, sometimes it's a little rough, and this standard calls for a top coat with a silicone type coating. Now, with Carboline, we would put our Thermaline 4700 on top of this coating, but it's one of those things that the 4700 is a thin film coating, so you need to make sure that you have a smooth substrate because if it's too porous, you're going to end up seeing pinholes in there. Well, that's one of the things that's important to talk about is thermal sprayed aluminum, very much like uh, zinc-rich primers, are very porous. And if you don't do a mist coat on the surface of, of those products, what will happen is, is you will get pinhole and bubbling in your top coat. Right. And again, this is one of those that the thermal sprayed aluminum is really providing the majority of your protection. So a silicone top coat is really just giving you some aesthetic finish. So it's not a huge compromise if you end up with pinholes, but usually they're going to get rejected if somebody looks at it and says sees all the pinholes in it. The next unique system to carbon steel is the CS7. And that one is, once again, it's a 60 degree Celsius uh, maximum or 140 F maximum. But this is a system where you're allowed to do it with the petrolatum or petroleum wax uh, tape system. And that system is for carboline, the carbo-wrap paste and carbo-wrap tape system. And the important note on that one, I mean, this is the highest number that we've talked about being CS7, but it's 140 degrees Fahrenheit because we are talking about petroleum jelly type products, which they're going to turn back into liquid if you get much hotter than that. So those max out at 140. So let's go ahead and move on over to the unique stainless steel system, and that's the SS4. And what we have here is it's a negative 50 to 1000 F or negative 45 to 540 C. And what this is, is two coats of a modified silicone coating. One of the things we get to look at is since stainless steel does not suffer from the same corrosion rates as carbon steel, it doesn't need that additional coat of, of thickness or a zinc primer to help provide that protection. So we're able to put on a thin film top coat, which just gives us some color to be able to make it blend in or work or to be able to do it for identification purposes. They can still maintain the ID of these pipes. With Carboline, that's going to be two coats of our Thermaline 4700. So that gives you a really quick overview of the NACE SPO198 and the Carboline systems that you would use to complete that service. And as always, if you guys run into this type of a system, you have a spec you're putting together, or you have one that you're working on for a customer, or you're a painter and you're trying to work with this with these categories, give us a call. Call us up at Tech Service. We can talk you through it. We understand some of the places where you can make alternates in there. Sometimes you need, especially the lower temperatures, that below 300 degrees. There's a lot of options that we can look at. It doesn't have to be one of the ones that we mentioned. And just give us a call. We'd be happy to talk with you and, and let you know where you can where you can make some some decisions on your own. The quick oversimplification is, is if you're lower than 300 degrees Fahrenheit, you're going to use some kind of high build epoxy. If you get above the 300 degrees Fahrenheit and you're up to 450, 500 degrees, you're using the phenolic epoxies and Novolax that have a similar temperature resistance. As you get above that, then you're looking at the inorganic copolymers and silicones that match those temperatures that you need the resistance to. 
think that about does it for our second part on coatings under insulation. We're going to leave you guys with a little voicemail that we got from EHS after our episode from last week. Thanks, everybody, and have a great week. We'll see you Monday. Hi, guys. What's happening? It's Bill Lumberg here from EHS. Yeah, I, I heard about some knife throwing last week. Um, we're going to need you guys to fill out a near-miss report when you, you get a chance, okay? Uh, that would be terrific. <laughs>